Jobs, and they were listening very clearly to the 99.9 FM. If someone on, good morning, everybody on Facebook Live as well. We had a huge day on Facebook Live yesterday, breaking all Rhode Island records. It was really amazing. Uh, good morning. If everyone, someone could type in on Facebook Live. Uh, if you're on Facebook, find my page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And I want to say good morning to everybody there. And then you can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. No eyes. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. So if someone, actually, I will uh, do it. And I also want to say good morning. We have uh, so many people that are tuning in from Millville, Blackstone, Bellingham, Franklin, as uh, is obviously, folks, um, uh, the, the story, this is one of those stories. It's, it's, it's frightening for everyone. Everyone recognizes that this is affecting everyone. And, and, and just there's no one happy with the way that the things are turning out right now. I mean, it's, uh, it's so terrible what has happened. And as, as you think of it, the, to me, it is like domestic terrorists where we were waiting for, you know, how many people we've been waiting. You've stayed inside. You're waiting for the, uh, you know, the whole thing to, to end so then you could start to go out again. And again, I want to say, especially uh, getting a lot of email these days from uh, the Rentham area and also Attleboro, but specifically Bellingham and Franklin. So good morning to everyone that is tuning in. Folks, as we kick things off on this, uh, and it is Wednesday, and I have to keep reminding myself that it's Wednesday. This portion of the program, as we as we uh, start things off, as we have uh, some breaking news to deliver to you. And again, I, I do share with uh, people that... If you are watching on Facebook Live, you have the ability to hit the share button and it shares with many of your other Facebook friends and so forth. So you want to bring everybody up to speed on it. And if you have any question on how to reach me, I want to be very clear about this. Any question, you go to the website, depetro.com. I put it in the comments. You can contact me there. We're hearing from people that want to support the show advertise on the show, be part of the show, be a guest on the show. I mean, it, it is uh, full time right now, uh, but go to the website, petro.com. You can contact me there and then see all the links for social media. As we start things off, this portion of the program is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve, it's Debbie, it's Junior and Byron. They're open They are Rhode Island's number one garden center. Look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They also have a new website up, and that is prmaterials.shop, prmaterials.shop. And right now, what a selection they have, annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, gift certificates. Uh, They can also, you know, landscape materials available, screen loom mulch, pickup and delivery. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You deserve to be at Rhode Island's number one garden center. And here's an easy landmark. Ready? Wait for it. They're right across the street from Alley's Donuts. That's easy to remember. They're right across from Alley's Donuts, PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Well, folks, yesterday, again, right now, as uh, we're coming on the air, uh, Mayor Fung, the Mayor Cranston, is going to join me coming up at 1130 this morning. So in just about 20 minutes, we are going to speak with Mayor Fung. Uh, so the following communities... Providence has a curfew now. Cranston has a curfew now. Warwick has a curfew. Pawtucket Central Falls have curfews. East Providence has a curfew. So we're going to speak to Mayor Fung. Now, those that saw it on Facebook, uh, and I'd love a thumbs up if you did catch some of the coverage. We were in Garden City. We were also at uh, Rhode Island Mall. Uh, no, excuse me. Warwick Mall. I was at Warwick Mall yesterday afternoon, and you were watching, as I was doing Facebook Live, folks, we were watching the military vehicles pull up. And and I was the first one, by the way. There was a lot of information in that Facebook segment um, that we did late yesterday. I will be doing it again today. We were the first ones to report that those were just what I thought. Those were real riot sticks they had. Someone said to me, you know, no, that's just a baton billy club. No, these are different. These are riot sticks. It's um, it's about twice the size of a baseball. Well, let me think. Uh, it's well, I don't know how. It, it's it's bigger than a cane. It's bigger than a uh, a baseball bat. They're taller. They're riot sticks. And and actually, you could kind of hold them in the middle and fight people off on both sides. And and they had them last night. That's the first time I've seen those. I was speaking with a member of law enforcement. By the way, last night. 
If you were following on Facebook, I ended up, I was down in Providence, across from the Providence, right in front of actually the Providence Place Mall. And then also, uh, I did go to Pawtucket, but it was quiet. The word was that something was going to go on at Pawtucket. But folks, the curfews right now, as much as it's, it's terrible, um, the curfews are necessary because of the climate. And there are a lot of rumors flying around. There's a lot of rumors flying around. When I was there yesterday, people were sending messages, you know, can you check? I heard there's a fire in Garden City. There was no fire in Garden City. Can you check? I'm hearing there's a fire at Chapel View. There was no fire at Chapel View. Uh, someone was saying, you know, I'm hearing there's a fire at uh, Midland Mall. There's no fire at Midland Mall. So there are a lot of different uh, rumors that are circulating right now. Then there was also something that choked off on Facebook. And I don't even know whether or not it's true that there were uh, protesters that were standing on the overpass 146 and 95 and throwing concrete bricks down. Um, so there was some also Brockton had a lot of vandalism last night. Brockton was out of control. But we'll talk to Mayor Fung. We may speak with Mayor Solomon. Now, the schedule today, folks, is I'm going to speak to Mayor Fung coming up at 1130. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan McGowan, he was up all night the other night following uh, the rioters in downtown Providence. He's going to join us coming up at noon. Governor Amundo press briefing is today at 2.30. So we have the full time uh, that we're going to be on for the radio program. Normally, for the, some of the newer listeners, we do take the uh, Governor Mundo press briefing live, but it'll be today at 2.30. But, folks, this is an unprecedented time right now where you have, I mean, there are helicopters in the skies, and it is, uh, it is just a, a frightening time. I mean, there I was. And last night when I was in Providence, it was eerily quiet. By the way, there were some, what could you say, like lone wolf. There were certain individuals that went downtown last night where I was. And if you could see, I, I was uh, heavily surrounded by police, which is fine with me. I want to be very clear. You know, I have the utmost respect for the Providence police. I saw Major David LaPatton, Peyton last night. I saw Major Verdi last night. Uh, there was another major there as well. Um, the 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 situation also. Chief Hugh Clemens is is just done a tremendous job in the city of Providence, and what they had to put up with with the rioters, and that's what they are. You know, like many of you. See, here's the thing. I know some people are saying, "Don't call them protesters." Okay, I get that. Don't call them protesters. They write, well, I, I disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. Because some people were sending that to me yesterday. Don't call them pro- – well, here's where I disagree. I say don't call them peaceful protesters. But make no mistake about it. You're wrong because I watched the video. I saw it. And they were, whether they like it or not, they were protesting. There were protests. Now, it did get violent, and it did get ugly. And then they were throwing things and they did light a police car on fire. But you do, you let them off the hook if you would say, well, they're not, excuse me, they were protesting. And I have a problem with many of the protesters allow these violent individuals to come within their myths. So that's kind of the new line. Well, don't call the mayor laws it. Let's not call them protesters. Excuse me. I watched the video. Okay, I watched several videos. They were chanting Black Lives Matter. They were chanting no justice, no peace. Uh, They were chanting George Floyd, George Floyd. So they want to say, oh, no, 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 they're not. Well, a lot of them were weaving in and out. Many of these people in New York, horrific damage in New York City last night. Um, It is not your imagination. I mean, we have helicopters in the sky. Last night, there I am, I'm in Providence. It's a beautiful June night. And we've all been locked down. And the place should have been packed. And the weather is picture perfect. We're outside. And there's not a soul on the street. I see National Guard Humvee tanks. And then you see them marching with riot sticks. And then there's helicopters above us circling in the sky with the light down, just like you see in L.A. Sometimes like um, best seen in the movie um, Colors and also Boys in the Hood. And then also um, in Straight Outta Compton, you see the helicopters in the skies. 
So, I mean, I, I had to stop for a minute. Like, I, I can't believe I'm in Providence, Rhode Island right now. And I also couldn't believe what I was seeing. The same thing was going on in Warwick last night and the same thing in Pawtucket. You know, I, I take the exit. I'm on Main Street in Pawtucket because I heard there was maybe going to be a gathering and outburst. Now, the thing is, though, I, I was there. I was there after curfew, but before 10 o'clock. What happened the other night happened after midnight. Uh, these punk thug degenerates that they do wear a double hat of protester, looter, protester, destroyer, anti-government. Even yesterday, Governor Armando said that she felt that someone was funding them. And these are like anarchists in some way. And Governor Armando yesterday, and again, folks, good morning at 1118. It's John DePietro. Governor Armando yesterday basically uh, verified that you have Antifa targeting the city coming in, and I will freely admit I was surprised by it. I kept hearing there was something going to happen late at night at Providence Place Mall. It got to 10 o'clock. It got to 11 o'clock. Nothing was going on. I spoke with a law enforcement source. He said, I'm here. There's, it's quiet. There's nothing. I, I thought it was I thought it was fake. And then 11.30 midnight, boom. I mean, the things rocketed. Suddenly, there were three to 400. Now, coming up, this is very important, coming up on Friday night, there's a huge Black Lives Matter rally that's going to be taking place. Uh, I'm going to give you more details about that and tell you about it. Folks, I can't stress enough, <coughs> excuse me, the importance of stopping by and seeing our friend John Francis, competition shooting supplies. Business for him, we spoke to him yesterday. Business is tremendous. Call him at 727-1716. Listen, don't take any chances. You have the right to protect yourself. Every looter's nightmare is competition shooting supplies. No no degenerates, no looters, no Antifa. Antifa's worst nightmare is competition shooting supplies. 727-1716, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. There is no one more knowledgeable. You need to protect yourself. And you can get your permit. It is your Second Amendment right to defend yourself, defend your property. Folks, you're already seeing different instances. The police can't be everywhere. I'll tell you who can be everywhere. Protect yourself if you're a business owner. Stop in. John Francis is the most trained. He can help you get your uh, uh, permit. And your uh, even if you want a, a license to carry, there's no one more knowledgeable. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. Antifa's worst nightmare is competition shooting supplies. For 727-1716, they won't looter. The looters will ignore your business if you first stop at competition shooting supplies. 727-1716, 435 Benefit Street, Kentucky. You take the last exit, last exit off of uh, 95. You go past the Attleboro train station. It's competition shooting supplies. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by It's My Health. Listen, stop in and see Marie and her tremendous store. It's My Health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. 305-3585. It's My Health, where you can pick up a bottle of the fantastic Akai Berry, this incredible antioxidant. Marie has that great store. Again, it's 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. She has vitamins, uh, herbal remedies from trusted company, companies, understands quality, integrity. She has local products, like I mentioned, a kyberry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, uh, 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices that can be purchased, hemp CBD products. It's my health. Now, again, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I was in there just the other day. I have posted pictures on the Facebook page. Marie is so knowledgeable. I'm going to hold up a picture of everybody on Facebook Live. See that old white church that you drive by? Pop in and see her. She is not only knowledgeable, she also has vitamins for your kids. There's also what I was so impressed at, it's my health in Cumberland, is she has all these different uh, herbs, teas, spices, ingredients that are very healthy for you. Apparently, there's different elements of mushrooms that are also uh, very, very healthy that you can pick up there. It's my health in Cumberland. Well, folks, I want to just quickly play. uh, And again, the news is fast and furious. Right now at 1122, it's John DiPietro. Now, Mayor Fung, 
the uh, the mayor of Cranston is going to join us uh, coming up. Last night, thank God, it was a quiet night in the city of Providence. But see, they were prepared. They were absolutely prepared. As much as Governor Mundo first shrugged off uh, President Trump. Let me play. This is the Channel 12 report. Pick up the pieces, you know, from watching our coverage yesterday, everything that happened in the capital city. The video of the chaos spanning the city Tuesday night and now members of the group that damaged nearly every building in their path, some of them appearing in court yesterday. Brandon Truitt was there as the story unfolded Monday night into Tuesday morning. Brandon, much different scene out there in the capital city this morning. Hey, Patrick, Danielle, good morning. Yeah, all is quiet here in downtown. And listen, that's not a bad thing, considering what the city has gone through in just over the past 24 hours or so. We're here on Westminster Street. I want to give you a look at some of what we've been seeing, these businesses just boarding up here, taking precautionary steps, even if they haven't had windows busted out. And you can see this really just for blocks and blocks down the street. Now, we know that this damage is visible really throughout the city. By this time yesterday, we had started seeing images like this hundreds of people waking up to a damaged downtown and deciding to do something about it you're looking at businesses along westminster street shattered glass looted stores damage really trailing for blocks and i spoke with a number of business owners yesterday and you really cannot ignore their positive attitude and strength you have to remember a lot of these places just started reopening and we spoke with some of those people who decided to come out and help people have the right to be upset um, but we just don't want our city destroyed. You know, it's our city. We want to keep it clean. And our kids live here. And, you know, it's, we don't want to live in a city where it's all broken down. I'm down here because I am helping my community and this is the right thing to do. A little perspective from a six-year-old there. Now, there was a curfew overnight in Providence, as well as other cities throughout the state. Uh, The one in Providence lifted at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock. It is going into effect again tonight, really until June 9th, as it is written now. Uh, All of this happening as more protests are planned later in the week here in Providence. We're live in downtown Providence. Brandon Truett, Eyewitness News. Now, folks, and again, as someone, uh, I I just feel, I want to say good morning, everyone. And it is true, yeah, you, they'll help you get your blue card at Competition Shooting Supplies. Thank you to Sarah Riley for pointing that out. But John Francis, he will help you get your blue card at Competition Shooting Supplies. I, If you're a business owner, maybe uh, if you are not, it, it certainly wouldn't hurt to have one of your employees, someone there um, that does have it. This is a time that, uh, and I, I never thought we'd reach this point, folks, but this is... I mean, the police were freely admitting, and I give them credit, but the police were admitting that they were overwhelmed and they can't be everywhere. And what you saw in Providence, um, what's, what's also just adds to the whole thing, and I'm going to ask Mayor Fung about this, but what we're hearing in Providence is a lot of those businesses don't have riot insurance. So first, they didn't have pandemic insurance that uh, affected their businesses, and now many of them, they may have flood, they may have fire, but they don't have riot insurance. So I don't know if that's going to hold. Uh, and we will try to find out about that. And by the way, if you are a business person or just if you're just whoever you are and you want to find out that if you're covered for insurance, I strongly encourage you right now. And if someone would jot down this number in the Facebook Live comments, A.E. Mazika. Insurance services. Call them at 353 9300. 353 9300 AE Mazika Insurance Services. 1529 Mill Spring Avenue in North Providence. It's Alex and Scott. Listen, it's a free consultation. They are licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. There's no one more knowledgeable. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great website, aemazika.com. They can help you. How about giving yourself a raise? Let them help you save money. But most importantly, you need to make sure that you're covered. You need to make you right now is the time, folks. You need to deal with people that are professionals, that know what they're doing. You can't afford to take any chances. You need A.E. Mazika Insurance. 353 9300 353 9300 AE Mazika Insurance Services. I'm going to type it in. 353 9300. Why not call them? Free consultation. And also, this time of year, you also need to make sure that you have proper 
uh, proper insurance on your jet skis, on your boat, on your motorcycle, on your home. Let them help you save money. And I want you to think about this. If they save you $200 a month, Scott and Alex, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, think of that. In the course of a year, that's basically like you gave yourself $2,500. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 353-9300, 353-9300. Find them on Facebook and also their website, aemazika.com. Now, folks, there's a lot of rumors out there. And some of these people, you know, someone, I try to give some people the benefit of the doubt. Someone had sent me a message. You need to read this immediately on air. Listen, these are like fraud rumors that people are putting out there. And no, I'm not going to read them on air. You know, you have to like everyone get a hold of yourself. So there are hoaxes out there. This business now that someone's putting out about bottles and all this other stuff. I, I, I don't believe a lot of this stuff. I... Check some of the sources of some of the stuff that that you are getting, folks. There's recognizable sources, and there are people that are putting out uh, some element of information. But there's a lot of people that just, you know, look at yesterday how you had, as I said, uh, there was reports that there was a fire in Garden City. There was no fire in Garden City. Then someone said, "Go!" I just heard someone just told me that there's a fire at Chapel View. There was no fire at Chapel View. Someone just told me. They're throwing uh, rocks over the overpasses. No one was throwing rocks. Not that I know of. I mean, that could have happened. I do know in Woonsocket, there was damage in Woonsocket. That is so terrible. Uh, Keith sent me some pictures. Police station boarded up. Snipers on the roof. Um, you have a good chief there with Chief Oates. And uh, that is sad to see. Wow. Did he? Uh, no, people sharing them. Before the sun went down, a friend of mine posted this. Well, you know, I, I, I hate this. I stand with the police. Those of you, and they there they are. Well, you know, every community is going through this. Um, and they did have some graffiti and things like that. But, folks, I did post on my Facebook page uh, the photo. And there they were. You know, last night when I was, um, if you look on my Facebook page, you can see that I posted this photo last night. There, It's on the Facebook page myself with three of the Providence police. They knew that I was uh, doing my Facebook Live from in front of the mall. I stand with the police. I think this is terrible. And and I, the police to me uh, represent security. Listen, is there a, was there a bad cop or several bad cops in Minneapolis? Yeah, there were. But by and large... You know, there's also there's bad everything. As a matter of fact, there's 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 uh, as someone was saying to me, you know, there's bad priests in every occupation. There's bad. So, I, I, you know, we don't have an explanation of what happened in Minneapolis. We don't have an explanation of that. But this business where suddenly now people are taking aim, harming police, going after them this way. It's got to stop. I, I I support the police, and you need to support the police. Uh, folks, uh, joining us right now, I believe, joining us on the line, he is the mayor of the second largest city in uh, Rhode Island, and it's uh, on the line with us is Cranston Mayor Alan Funk. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Hey, good morning, John. How you doing? Well, I'm doing fine, Mr. Mayor. Thank you for uh, taking time out uh, of your busy day. It's a, it's a, well, it's a, it's a time that a lot of us thought was unimaginable. But if you wouldn't mind just giving us a brief update, what are the new guidelines in the city of Cranston? Well, right now, John, the curfew has been lifted as of 5 a.m. this morning. Uh, life is back to normal at Garden City Chapel View type area. But, you know, the past couple of days has been when, you know, our, our Cranston Police Department really stepped up, our firefighters stepped up, public works, all to, you know, basically provide this massive force protection. Uh, but we couldn't do it alone. We ended up working with the state. Uh, the National Guard, uh, other departments from Bristol, Johnston, North Kingston that provided assistance. We really had a show of force uh, last night based upon the information that we had. Mayor Fung, I was at uh, Garden City and I was also at Chapel View. Uh, incredible police force uh, presence, uh, National Guard, copters in the sky. Mayor Fung, what is so unfortunate is... So many people wanted to enjoy outdoor dining in Cranston. Now, I totally understand this was a credible threat. We saw what happened in Providence. But it is, um, I'm just wondering, how much can the citizens take? Well, and that's the problem. Because what's happening is it's striking fear in a lot of the business owners, striking fear in a lot of the residents. And, you know, 
we had to restore that calm for our residents and ensure that we're protecting the, you know, property of our business owners that are there, especially for an icon, not just in Cranston, an iconic place uh, throughout Rhode Island, in Garden City and Chapel View. Everyone knows it throughout the state. And, you know, we will get back to some sense of normalcy, but let's face it, John, the people that we're dealing with aren't protesters. These are criminals. These are senseless vandals that just want to cause mayhem uh, and loot and that's what we were out there and forced to show we're not going to have it in Cranston we're going to defend our home Mayor Fung, folks, uh, with us on this Wednesday is Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. Mr. Mayor, can you tell us so was Cranston police were they involved uh, were they called in, your units called in to try to calm things down in Providence the other night? Uh, yes, we were there um, for assistance, there was over 20 plus of our officers. Uh, we sent them down in riot gear. We also had our K9 unit there uh, on the line at Providence Place, surrounding uh, you know the area over there. But it was a very dicey situation when I got a chance to talk to a lot of the officers that were there. You know, bricks being thrown at them. Uh, you know, we saw what happened to Commissioner Perry's vehicle. Yes. It was a dangerous situation. So we started early yesterday uh, planning, preparing, uh, getting everything. You know, we were, uh, you know, saw what happened the night before because many of those officers were there. And we made sure we made adjustments uh, to ensure uh, Garden City wasn't you know, going to experience what happened the night before in Providence. Mayor Fung, uh, as I was out and about yesterday, I was then at Warwick Mall, and I saw the Warwick police. And to me, that was the first time I had seen that they had riot sticks. Um, I I totally uh, understand the need for that. Is that something also that uh, Cranston has that now have been brought out with uh, shields? And I'm just not that familiar with that particular piece of equipment. Yeah, not not every department has what um, what they call the full riot gear, okay. the shields, the helmets, the sticks. You know, fortunately, Cranston does have it. Warwick uh, has them, and you know, we were able to you know utilize them uh, when we went into Providence, as well as you know last night, if it needed to be. Um, you know, this is these heightened situations where, based upon the violence, the sheer violence that we saw, where they were actually throwing bricks. Bricks hmm. at uh, law enforcement officers that you know crosses the boundary of uh, protest into you're now assaulting people, dangerously assaulting people. Uh, you know could cost people's lives, and we definitely saw the damage to property. You know, um, Mayor Fung, and again, folks, good morning. It's Sean DePietro on the line with us is Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. Mr. Mayor, yesterday was I was at the. Governor Mundo press briefing, she alluded to that she felt that it's possible someone was funding this. And I have received photos. Someone was delivering at certain parts of the city of Providence. They were delivering. You'd see it. And there was a stack of bricks. Now, I, the where, one photo that was sent to me, I didn't see any construction going on. So do you also think that it's possible that someone, this was more organized than people realize and someone's behind this? John, you know, it definitely has tones of that because, you know, a lot of what we saw in Providence, like you described, you know, is, you know, possible and is happening not just here, but across the country. Yes. So, you know, a lot of it, I trust in the information that the police pass along, you know, and from that information, we develop our plans and we go with it. Uh, but certainly, whatever uh, you see in other communities, all those lessons learned that are passed down to other communities. So, you know, we're you know proactively on the lookout for any situations that like that uh, can happen. Because, you know, it is dangerous, dangerous, and it's a dangerous job right now. But we make sure that not only police were there, fire was ready to. Uh, we, you know, had, I think, you know, when you saw it, the barricades that were brought in. Yes. Um, and that's, you know, all of that, including, you know, the helicopter that was flying by. Um, it, it was a well-coordinated, um, you know, plan that was put together by uh, law enforcement at all levels. Mayor Fung, um, 
uh, especially Garden City in Chapel View, where it's different than a mall. Uh, it was described to me as um, as a soft target by law enforcement because with the mall, they had to, you know, jam open and get inside the doors of Providence Place Mall. But a place like Garden City, where there's so many inlets in and out, unfortunately, that does lead as an attraction towards the looters and those that want to riot because it's it's it is outside. It's a tremendous design. But um, are you are you hearing the same thing? And is that why there was some per- such precautions yesterday? Well, it, any type of um, you know what I term high high value target area. Yeah. Where, you know they want to send the message. Like you saw what happened in Providence, where they wanted to burn a police car. Yes. You know whatever they had. You're seeing those images across the country. There's certain you know. Um, you know, items that they want to make a statement with, certain targets that they want to make a statement with, you know, and, you know, it's our job to prepare, you know, for anything that could potentially happen. And um, we're on notice, we're constantly talking with officials at all levels to ensure we stay on top of the best uh, information and intelligence that we can gather. Mayor Fung, um, last night as I was downtown, I was in front of Providence Place Mall uh, early last night doing a, a Facebook Live report. And Mr. Mayor, you're exactly right. Some of the police told me that what's kind of being unreported, not, excuse me, underreported a little bit. But just to give people an idea how serious this is, many of the individuals they apprehended had gas canisters. Mayor Fung, their goal, as crazy as this sounds, but they went there with the intent they were trying to burn down and set fire to Providence Place Mall. Yeah, and it's scary. The you know the information to get back you know after you know event and see what happens. And that's one of the things that um, you know lessons learned and uh, get passed around from you know agency to agency. Yep. And we're going to continue to you know gather as much information as we can, share it with each other to. You know, any type of pattern that we're seeing locally, statewide, nationally, um, that's how we stay on top of the game and uh, protect our residents and protect our businesses. Now, Mayor Fung, is is Cranston under curfew again this evening? Uh, right now, it's not. But, it's not. you know, I'm going to take the advice of our police department and follow whatever info that they receive. Uh, but as of right now, I don't have a curfew in place. Uh, but, you know, We'll, we'll, it remains to be seen. Okay, so if people wanted to go and visit Garden City they're in Chapel View, they're open today for business. If people want to dine outside uh, Garden City, and this week it is phase two, they could even dine somewhat inside. As of now, uh, do, you, do you have a, is there a, a timeline that you're working off of that, you know, by this and such a time of curfew, or should do people just basically have to monitor the news because it's, it's a fluid situation? It's a good situation, John, and people just have to monitor, especially for Cranston residents, one of the tools that we utilized was, because, uh, you know, it happened very quickly, you know, we notified through um, a, you know, telephone messaging system that we got out to uh, all of Cranston, you know, we sent out messages, emails to a lot of the restaurant uh, owners that have a license with us, because this is part of the stuff that we were doing for the pandemic, uh, trying to figure out the best communication tools to stay on top of things with the businesses. So, we, you know, when it happens, we have certain methods that we can to get the message out to people. Uh, Mayor Fung, like you, I mean, I, I was born, uh, you know, grew up in Cranston, went to Garden. I remember Easter Saturday, we used to go to Garden City to uh, and get, uh, you know, get Easter shoes and uh, Buster Browns and that type of thing. Mayor Fung, there I am in Cranston yesterday at Garden City. I remember going to see Jaws, I think, at the Garden City Cinema. And instead, I see military vehicles on the street and helicopters in the sky. Mr. Mayor, I'd like to think as someone who you're the mayor, uh, a lifelong, you know, you love the state, you love the city. uh, What was going through your mind as you see police vehicles on the street of your city and helicopters in the sky? Uh, it's a different feeling, John. Uh, one that I'm hopeful um, isn't uh, going to continue on. You know, we're going to do what we need to based on the information that we get to ensure the safety of our residents. But 
Now, hopefully things calm down and whoever's responsible, whatever, if it's an individual, it's an organization that's responsible for this criminal activity, you know, are apprehended and we just stop, you know, this insanity and, you know, people can go back to their lives. I really feel bad for those business owners, especially in Providence, who, you know, because of this pandemic had been closed, partially open, uh, opening back up now or expanding and they go through that. You know, and then, uh, last night when I saw what happened in Brockton to yes. uh, that Duncan Donut, uh. I heard him on the um, television this morning when he was talking about that was their family's first Dunkin' Donuts store and to see it go up in flames and destroyed by these criminals, that is not a protest. That is just pure senseless violence. Mr. Mayor, before I let you go, and again, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. On the line with us is Cranston Mayor Alan Funk. Mr. Mayor, one thing, though, I, I see, I would, and, and I'm not trying to, um, you know, dissect words, but I, I would agree with you that they're not peaceful protesters. But I did watch the videos from, I'm going to just say Providence Place Mall from the other night. And granted, it turned violent. But they, there were protesters there. And at different times, especially in the beginning, and when I spoke to the police on the scene, they were there chanting, you know, no justice, no peace, Black Lives Matter. I, I think, Mr. Mayor, the, the, there are true protesters, but I think they need to kind of root out and not allow a lot of these looters, rioters, people that are there for the destruction some of them seem to be wearing two hats, that they may arrive and may be part of that, but then they quickly go into violent mode. So, but just for the record, they, they, they were in the beginning protesting for a good 20 minutes. You know, say what you will, but they were doing the chance. No, and I agree with you, and that's what it is. It's the rooting out of a lot yes. of individuals. And you're even seeing this nationally where the Floyd family is out there public saying, stop the violence. You know, uh, if, you know, I can't imagine, you know, what they're going through, but, you know, you please, you know, out of respect for the family, out of respect for Mr. Floyd, you know, this is not helping. Uh, and, you know, and that's, you're absolutely right. Those that are actually there to protest have to be vigilant. And yes. We saw good examples of that in New York. Yes. You know, some, uh, I, I remember seeing, you know, in the news, one woman saying, stop, stop. You know, that's what you need, that self-policing, because once it gets out of control, you lose it, and, you know, it's frustrating. Mr. Mayor, before I let you go, any, um, any feedback from the Cranston police as to, it is interesting, you and I monitor these stories a lot more carefully than others do, but what has surprised me, Mr. Uh, Mr. I mean, excuse me, Mayor Alan Fong, Mr. Mayor, but what, what has surprised me is I, I've asked countless police. I can't find anyone that understand what exactly was going on there, where the, the, he was handcuffed. He was on the ground. There were three of them on top of him. Um, any feet, no, and you know what else, Mayor Fung? No one has stepped forward to defend this cop. And I mean no one. And, and I will no. tell you, the networks had, and, and I know this from some of the works at both Fox and some of the works at CNN, they around the clock, try, their job as a booker is to find someone to represent the other side. They can't get a police union. They can't get, and you know, some of these attorneys that represent the police unions, they can't convince anybody to come on television and defend what they saw or even offer some alternative viewpoint, defense of some kind. Um, what what feedback do you hear from your police? Because I, I just, I've never seen a story like this where it, there doesn't seem to be two sides to the story. You're absolutely right. It's senseless and none of my officers witnessing that video have ever seen that. A neck, you know, yeah. around the neck, the knee around the neck for that prolonged period of time. Never mind just having it there, but for that prolonged period of time with the person struggling. And the other thing with the officers just watching, you know, it, it, you know, I'm not sure what standards they were following, but you're right. I have not seen it in this type of situation where someone, oh, no, that's a practice or protocol right. preached in this, you know, 
nothing. I, I've never seen this before. No. I think everyone is in agreement uh, and is glad that that person has been charged. He'll get his, you know, uh, stay in court, but no one can defend this. No. Folks, he is uh, Chris Mayor Alan Funk. Mr. Mayor, uh, great job. Thank you for joining us. Good to hear your voice. You are keeping the residents of Cranston safe, and we'll just have to monitor the news during the course of the day. Uh, as, but, folks, the curfew has been lifted. Chapel View is open. Garden City is open. Cranston's open for business. Go out and uh, visit those stores. Huge, heavy police presence. And the police presence is there to make you safe. So, Mr. Mayor, uh, well, job well done, and we'll talk to you again. All right. Thanks, John. All right, folks, there it is. Cranston Mayor Alan Fung right here with John DePietro. This portion, right now it's 1147. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. You know, I like the mayor. I voted for him twice for governor. Um, He makes himself available. Uh, He runs a very good city. He does. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, listen, the sun is out somewhat. It's a nice day. Uh, very comfortable temperatures. Let me just check. Look at that. 75 degrees, a little cloudy, partly sunny, I should say, partly cloudy. But why not stop in and see our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Why? Well, the most delicious sausage and peppers, eggplant, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, chicken parm. Look for them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa Everything fresh, stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, folks, it's 1148. Now, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me at noon. Governor Amundo press briefing is this afternoon at 2.30. So for those in uh, Cranston, Warwick, everywhere else, unfortunately, we're going to have to um, wait to see exactly what is... um, is going to happen as far as any type of uh, curfew that could be going to effect. So the curfews in Cranston are apparently over. Looking at some headlines, New York City looters were dropped off in cars with tools. What does that tell you? Looters in New York City dropped off in luxury cars with power tools, suitcases, before being picked up and driven to the next location. That is absolutely organized chaos, without question. And it is, uh, it is horrific what is is going on and it's it's been going on everywhere um the protesters and i did want to point that out by the way that as much as people are saying they're not protesters i i saw the video and if if it were not for the the horrendous language that's being said on the video i would be able to play you but they they were protesting so they may not be peaceful protesters but they are protesters Saks fifth avenue raised wrapped in razor wire New NYPD struggle to stop violence. Cops shove, scream as AP reporters covering protests. Get the blank out of here. You blank, I, a beat down of naked man in the Bronx. Looters pull up $350,000 Rolls Royce to ransack store. Now, who's dropping them off? The president's approval rating has dropped to 39%. Insurrection Act. Pentagon chief turns on Trump. Military should not be used on citizens. Well, that's not good. That was um, announced this morning. You know, folks, the president, say a prayer for him. President Trump is in a very, very tough bind. He's uh, trying to restore order uh, to the country. What does this tell you? You have organized looters with tools, suitcases full of tools being dropped off different places. That is not by accident. Uh, This is organized. And I, I don't. It's tough to tell exactly where it's where it's coming from it's tough to tell who's funding it i as i mentioned governor Amundo yesterday did go out of her way to say that she thought what happened monday night she's not sure who was behind it but someone did send me uh some pictures and i'll i'll post them of that there were uh people delivering bricks to different places now that that is not a normal scenario where that is going on that suddenly people are you know, who, who is somebody is delivering the bricks and Governor Mundo said she wants to get to the bottom of it. So right now it's 1151. Dan McGowan coming up next hour from the Boston Globe. I want to remind Hi, you about I'm our friend. Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in stall lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. 
They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company. Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? The answer is no. Folks, give them a call. Now, I'm also seeing President Obama will address the nation at 5 o'clock tonight regarding George Floyd's death and the protest around the United States. Um, You know, I don't know what to make of that. Anyone that can stop the rioting and the trouble, uh, I think it's good for them to speak for to step forward. So former President Obama will address the nation at 5 o'clock today. And the ongoing protests and riots around the country. That will have massive coverage. Uh, I, um, I will admit that I wish, um, I wish that President Trump had uh, stepped forward um, and, and addressed the nation. But for different reasons, uh, the people around President Trump, like Jared Kushner, that they do not, they did not think it was, um, they didn't think it was, it was going to be worthwhile. So the president has not. This should be very interesting tonight as uh, President Obama. Here's the, um, what Mayor Fung was just saying. The owner of the Dunkin' Donuts location's first store. They own 58. Father started it all and uh, destroyed last night in Brockton. What does this store and this business mean to you and your family? It means everything. This was our, uh, this was our first uh, Dunkin' Donuts that we ever had. Terrible, folks. What, what was the point of that? What was the point of burning the church? The media needs to call out this stuff. And I, I don't accept, see, they're trying to, like Alorza, they're not, pro, they, excuse me, they are protesters. They may not be peaceful protesters. You know, I want to just check. Yesterday was uh, such a long day. And I want to just see if Congressman David Cicilline ever acknowledged, he was not even acknowledging what was going on in the city of Providence. And he never, he never did. I don't see anything of him mentioning the rioting that went out. In his own city, the former mayor. Zero. Look at that. I'm going to uh, tweet about that. He, he didn't. He never has commented. Uh, he comments on everything. He goes after President Trump for this and that. No element at all um, regarding the situation in the city of Providence, of which he was the mayor for eight years and still represents, by the way, and still represents. Providence is in the first First Congressional District, CD1, as they call it. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Now, folks, hear me out. If you have a business, your home, the ultimate coronavirus cleaning disinfection service is Soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. You can call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. The old way of doing things with the buckets and the mops and the kettle pot foggers is gone. You need to truly clean. You need sole source restoration. Mike Seepy, they are CDC approved microthermal fogging, electrostatic spraying equipment, protective equipment, post cleanup. It's all environmentally pet friendly. Look for their website, Soul S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, or call Mike Seepy at 401 401- 712-2700. Soul Source Restoration. They're one of only six companies in the United States that have the type of cleaning equipment that can thoroughly clean. You know, they're the ones that got called in to truly clean out some of the nursing homes and these other places that were not fully cleaning these places of as the virus was spreading. You know when it stopped? spreading when they called sole source restoration serving rhode island massachusetts connecticut 401 712 2700 sole source restoration mike seepy they're the real deal 
They have real equipment, big time. That microthermal fogging, electrostatic spraying equipment, CDC approved, 99% kill rate of the virus. Plus, they do the post cleanup. Call them today. Home, business, office, school, store, restaurant, soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, 401-712-2700. COVID-19 Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. So that's a major development. Folks, good morning. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Again, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me coming up next hour. And then um, this afternoon, Governor Mundo is at 2.30 today. 2.30 today is Governor Mundo. Uh, But that is major that former President Barack Obama is going to address the nation. Now, of course, all the networks are going to carry it. He's going to address the nation at 5 o'clock today. For those that like Facebook Live, I will be doing a Facebook Live later this afternoon and then probably tonight. Find my page. You can contact me that way. Hey, I want to again remind you about our friend at Akaiberry. This tremendous antioxidant. You know, folks, a shot of this every day keeps you nice and safe. A Kyberry, uh, it is incredible. The nutritional facts uh, that are inside of it, balanced, diverse, profile promotes health, disease prevention. A Kyberry, pick up a bottle today. It's my health. Also, Venda on the Hill sells it. A Kyberry, look for them also, their website. It's A C A I B E R R I. I've been drinking this all through this pandemic. Folks, it keeps you, it fights off the disease. It keeps you nice and healthy. Akai Berry. Uh, stop in and you can get it today and look for them, uh, their website, Akai Berry. Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com. So right now it's 11.58. And coming up, we're going to have the 12 o'clock news. Uh, then we're going to talk to Dan McGowan of the uh, at the Boston Globe is going to join me to start off uh, next hour. And then uh, Governor Mundo press briefing coming up at um, 2.30 today. Now, folks, next hour, I also will talk about they're planning a major Black Lives rally in Providence Friday night. And we're going to give the details on it. So right now we're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. And then next hour, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me. It's John DePietro. Remember, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. If you want to uh, get in touch with me, you can also listen to the show that way. We are going to continue with uh, Facebook Live. That's the plan uh, on this on this Wednesday. So right now, let's break for the 12 o'clock news. Dan, don't go anywhere. Dan McGowan, he was on the scene in Providence last night. He watched everything unfurl all of the violence right now is 12 o'clock